I walked in and out like most of the girls in your no. (laughs) 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 Fuck, I'm fucked up. Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Corner in the Casual featuring your usual host, actual medium Mike Jackson in the corner, Finn yeah. Freeman. And our, and our favorite guest, our only guest, our reoccurring guest coming back for the third time, fucking UFC one-timer, Jimmy, Jimmy the Brick Flick. What's yeah. up, Bo? And the man that made him the corner. That's right. Uh, yeah, you're hey, absolutely right. 100%. I would have never been the corner without you. To be fair, though, I started in your brother's corner. That was, that was just like a fucking... That was just a watch, I think. So was that a burn to me or I, to you? It was really not even a burn. That was just facts. But anyway, dude, how's everybody been? I, it's my fault. We didn't record last week. I had a fucking crazy top five... Top five weekend of my life. Like, as far as, like... Because, listen, football is part of my life. And as far as I know, like... When, when my son's team wins, when my college team wins... And then my pro team wins, dude. I mean, I can't be a whole lot happier. My fantasy team lost. Eat a dick. Hey, one of one of them won though. But other than that, dude. And I got to take my son to his first OU game, and we got to see the game-winning field goal get kicked right fucking by us. It was beautiful. Dude, so. that is pretty fucking cool. I forgot all about you taking him to do that. So listen, man. Like. I didn't get to go see a live college football game until I was a full-grown adult. I had a uh, my little cousin actually graduated from OU, and she took me up there when I was about 21, maybe 20, something like that, and gave me like the full experience. I got to sit in the student section, watch a game, had a blast, dude. But like I had a, you know an opportunity to take my son to go see this game, dude, and he got to see everything. You know what I mean? He got the gamut, dude. Like a fucking close game, dude. Like I mean, you had some pretty dope seats. Uh, I saw the pictures. That man, and that's that shouts to a uh, dude I work with, man. Fucking old boy named Kent, dude. He's a good dude. Hey, at least you got one cool guy you work with. At least. Hey, he's a hard worker, dude. Hey, that's dude. For sure. Listen, man. He's probably not the, like the coolest dude you want to sit around <laughs> and have a conversation with. Like he'd probably be terrible. On a podcast, but uh, <laughs> but as far as like, if you had to grab a shovel next to that guy, that's the dude you want to be next to because that motherfucker's gonna dig a hole with you, boy. Hundred yeah. percent. Let me pause you right there, though, and everybody check their connections on their microphones. But I just want to say that y'all's one fan was disappointed last week when oh, I didn't get yeah. an episode because at work, man, I have to put stuff together or jump on a bobcat well, and well, I can hey, listen hey. to podcasts. And I didn't get a listen Thanks to for you. being selfish right now because yeah. sometimes life just hits us, dude. And we can't make the stars align for you, bro. Okay. Listen. So thanks for being but, super selfish. But I think we can give you some recommendations to fill that time. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I want to get I want to give you one recommendation, but a guy who's kind of been doing the same shit we've been doing, but probably because he's a whole lot busier doing a lot cooler things. Theo Vaughn, bro. What the fuck? He's been skipping episodes, too. So I'm just saying. Dude. Hey, what's his one? show called? Uh, he's got this the king in the stand. And the, the, this past weekend, which this, this, or uh, the, I don't listen to his solo podcast. Okay, so this much. past weekend is more like his solo, like, get on there and talk about his real feelings type of shit. But it's really funny, because he's, like, literally the guy can go solo for an hour and a half and fucking entertain, which is hard to do. And, but then he's got, like, the king of the sting with Brendan Shaw, you know, and it's funny, but they're kind of, like, phasing him out. 
you know, because they're bringing in all these other well, it guys. it sucks, and, because, like, that, I thought that it was his podcast. Well, Theo's putting together a special. I think that's why he's not... Yeah, you might be right. Well, while we're on the subject of new podcasts to check out, you should all, if you like sports, listen to Josh Potter. I fucking love that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I listen to his podcast every week, and he's like the dorkiest fucking guy in the world, but he's so fucking funny. And you know, I saw that he retweeted you or like commented back on you. Do, oh, you need to tell, next time he does that, you need to be like, hey, bro. You and when Tom comes in March, come with him. Oh yeah, dude, I will do that. Come been, with him, bro. I'm trying to get him to follow me. I will tell him. He, he interacts back with me a lot, dude. If I have like just a one little quick, like clever tweet, or if I ask him a question, usually he'll like it and he'll Listen, respond. He's a lot. This, this guy we're talking about, Flick, man. He's a he's from Buffalo. He came up with like Tom Segura and. You know, doing comedy and shit. He's he's yet to like really blow up, but he's going to soon. Yeah, he was on, on under the YMH umbrella, but now he's like recording I, a Sicklers podcast room. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I feel like that's a guy that we could really kick it with, bro. Yeah, he's, he's a football fan, dude. Yes. He's like a weed smoker. He's a gamer. He's a he can't fan. see you though. Like if we're chilling, if you pass him a blunt, you might have to tap him or something. <laughs> he can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> It heightens his other senses. You're right. You're right. But no, I think, dude, it would be cool because I'm wondering in March, like, who Tom Segura is going to bring with him. Dude, I'm curious. I hope Christina comes with so him I'm, so bad. I just started watching Two Bears, One Cave, and then I'm on episode 17. So they were talking about, like, the last time Tom was getting ready to come. You know, um, he, so he I'm comes like, everywhere. dude, so I can't <laughs> wait. Did, did y'all get y'all's tickets already? Because I know y'all were talking about that before. You got to talk to dude. that guy. I got him on the pre-sale. I put him yeah. on that fucking credit card when I didn't even have the money. And I still haven't paid him back for him. No, yeah, you ain't bought him yet. So <laughs> yeah. say, hey, Damn it. Yeah. So I'm, I'll have to check it out. Look, bro, because they... Dude, I'm not shitting. He's going to sell they out. They were 80% dude. sold out on the pre-sale. So is he taking a shirt off? No, that's Bert. No, Bert, bro. That's Bert. See? Isn't... <laughs> oh, Tom's coming? Yes. Yeah, so, Tom. See, I get him confused. Right, like right. Yeah. It, dude, yes. Well, Tom, uh, Bert's the guy that takes his shirt off. Yes, okay. He's but I know Tom's talked about, like, like I get... People getting Dude, confused. Dude, they do, bro. And, and I, then no, he don't take his shirt off, and people are like, okay, why so, didn't he take his shirt off? So, Bert was just on Joe Rogan, did a two-parter where they just sat there and got got saucy. And I got he was talking conspiracies about, about that one. Well, he was talking about how that uh, him and Tom went to the uh, Dominatrix for the live yes. show or whatever, <laughs> And, uh, like, some chick came in that was, like, a Dominatrix, and she noticed Tom... And she's like, wanting to take a picture with him. And Tom's like, do you want to take a picture with anybody else in the room? She's like, no, just you. She's like, no, it's Like, I'm fucking great. Well, that's, that explains why, like, Bert's always like, well, they, they probably don't even know who I am. Where's the show at? That. Dude, I, I think they still record in L.A. when they do. No, no, like, they, his yeah. show here. Oh, Where The you Cove. It's at the Cove? Yeah, yeah right what? over here, uh, Riverside. Parad- oh, yeah, Paradise Rivers. Cove. So you don't have to ha- do you have to be va- vaccinated? I don't, I hope not. I don't know, it doesn't matter I'm vaccinated. I know you <laughs> are, but I'm just know. asking for us other people that, I, dude, you know, I unvaccinated people. Being that we're in Oklahoma, and I'm, I mean, I know Tom's old fucking bleeding heart liberal, but I don't think that... I don't think he's the bleeding heart liberal to require it. I think, yeah, I don't think he's going to ask. Because at the end of the day, he's still very, like, you make your own decisions. 
Maybe. We'll but see. what if he wears a mask the whole time? <laughs> Dude, so I got COVID. Um, Raven got COVID. Jesslyn got COVID. J- Jesslyn had allergies. Literally, that was it. Well, Cecil, Lori, and um, Raven's other brother and his partner, they all live by us. They all tested positive as well. Out of everybody unvaccinated and vaccinated, one of the vaccinated persons was down for three days before she recovered. And the unvaccinated, we were done with our 12-hour flu and back to it the next day. Yeah, man. That's so, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a scientist. I, honestly, don't even get me started on the fucking COVID bullshit. Well, I'm just saying it's unpredictable. Yeah, I don't want to get on. I want to go down that because, like, listening to Joe Rogan the past couple weeks for because Tom Segura. See, was I on never there. even watched. Bert was on there. There was a couple other podcasts of his that I listened to the past week or two, and that's all he fucking talks about now. Literally. Well, it's because CNN tried to smear him and say he was taking a fucking horse deworm. I and he's like, look, it's not a fucking horse deworm. Right. It's, it's a like it's been tried and proven. It's got it, I get it, a Nobel but Peace Prize and shit. For the, they're the people who made quit, it. The Nobel I Peace quit Prize. listening to Joe Rogan's like oh, every one of his fucking shows whenever the the Listen, COVID bro, started. Joe is oversaturated the market with his content, bro. No. Like sometimes you gotta take a fucking break from Joe. Bro. Yeah, for sure. But it was the COVID talk that turned me off at Listen, whenever I stopped listening. Can you imagine how fucking tired his old lady is talking to him? Probably. <laughs> Dude, super, like, what if he's like completely different off the podcast and he just doesn't talk at all? He's just like real quiet and he just like stands in the corner. Fuck, dude. <laughs> if your job is to sit around and bullshit all day, yeah. you might be tired of talking. Dude, he comes home he's like, don't fucking speak to me. He, yeah. he, he gets off the fucking mic and he just starts dragging his knuckles. Well, <laughs> since we were talking about COVID, but let's go in a different direction. Did you see what Dana White said to Oscar De Hoya? Dude, this show is so fun. <laughs> and said thank you for robbing me of watching Vitor knock you out and said that his COVID visit should get an Oscar. Dude, I think Dana's right, though. Dude. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. that's, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, I think the plan from the jump was to put a vander in there. Hey, and did y'all see Tyron Woodley supposedly got arrested for trying to get into Jake Paul's place or some shit? What? what? Dude, I don't know if it's true, dude. I'll bring it up right now. And it's on Twitter, so... Dude, dude. Tyron, dude, like... He's, he's like a... Di- like a, Look at this shit. I don't know how good. Right Tyron Woodley, and then it shows a picture of him. It says arrested for stalking Jake Paul's house to get read. What the fuck? That, click, now, on, click on the link. No. no, no, no. Bring up the link. So Let's see. I'll let Mike bring it up. It might be a satire, though. Dude, I mean, it's put out by a legit media source. Who was it put out by? MMA F Press. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, give them their plug real quick. Well, we'll I don't know. That's just the first, and it just popped up in a recommended tweet for me, dude. And I haven't heard too much about it. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, did you see the tattoo? (laughs) (laughs) Of course we did. There's no fucking telling, dude. I I don't know either, man. So So I had to say it, dude. Well, you heard it here first on the corner of the couch. Hey, dude, he's well, like, you probably didn't because this isn't going to be put out on <laughs> Tuesday. He's like a girlfriend that, or like a one-night stand that just got like, you know, she got digged down really good and now she's just showing up at his job right. and shit. <laughs> Tyron yeah, got like, Why haven't you texted me back? I've tried to call you four times. Would your phone don't work no more? Yeah. 
Like that's fucking That's what he's doing right now Shit And we gotta talk about Diaz Man Got so to. what's your take on it? Because everybody's scared to death to just. I'll fucking say it, dude. He quit, and no. I hated seeing it. And look, listen, I listened to Shab talk about it and Shelson. I am curious to see what's going on. And they say series. that I'm fucked up to say that, which I am. But did you see how they put it in the format? Basically saying, yeah. like, look, guys, he's paid his dues. If he, dude, he's done, he, like, he did done. pay his dues, and he knew he was outclassed. And that was the problem, right. dude. Now he knew, like, like I got to take a knee. Like, at first, I was pissed, too. I was like, Diaz, quit, all this shit. The only thing that made me mad was the weight change, you know? And then he's blaming it on his management and all this shit, dude. Right. Well, see, and, as soon as I saw the weight change, I knew he wasn't there. But I like, think he should have to fight fucking Kevin Lee, you know? Ooh, and okay. I think Kevin Lee <laughs> nice, and Diaz, nice 170, to see who stays in the UFC. Yeah, because thing. Kevin Lee will want to take him down, but his jiu-jitsu is good. Listen, Kevin no, Lee don't have the boxing. You, you, yeah, but imagine coming to fucking Nick Diaz, legend of the game, dude. A guy who go, he go, says he wants he to go, fight go again. fucking go me in pride, and you're going to offer him Kevin Lee? Hey, that's the only way. That's the only get back right now, dude. But he's never got a chance to get paid, bro. He needs legacy fights. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, does, honestly, but that's why they tried to fucking book the Lawler fight. But he was talking about like, well, I don't know how this got booked. I'll tell you how it got booked. The fucking board at WMG or whatever the fuck that owns UFC now has somebody on there like, hey, they need to run this back because it makes sense. From and then you put it on this date because it's two hundred nine months right. after month. their first it was, fight. Yes, it was. A Marketing from the beginning, from the jump. that's why they and forced Nick him wasn't to do with it. it, and that's why he didn't play the game. He didn't talk shit. He looked at the, like he he literally wasn't with it from the jump. So honestly, I think he probably tried to do everything to get out of the fight. I think he tried to move weights, hoping Robbie would fucking throw a fit and say no. Yeah, and then when he wouldn't, he was like, "Then I'm just showing up." And he just, I mean, he just showed up and fought, you know. But to be honest, he made more than anybody <coughs> on that card. Oh, or yeah. he should have. And he should because he never got a chance to get paid. Dude, you know, like now the fighters ain't getting punished for weed or what they're saying they're not. But when Nick got punished last year, they were talking about lifetime yeah. bans and shit and yeah. five years off and this and that. We're talking about a dude who paved the way for mainstream casual fan MMA. Like, we're not talking about, like, the, like you know, the technical experts that we all love to watch, like, as hardcore fans. I'm talking about the dudes who, the drunk motherfuckers who ain't never watched MMA, they tune in to watch these guys fight. That's Nick Diaz, bro. Like, them dudes brought that fucking audience. Well, this is a little different, but, dude, like, you're talking about marijuana and people getting suspended and doing all that. And then we got fucking a man... <laughs> Fighting females, you know, the transgender why, why thing. Why do you keep trying to pull up this hot topic? Dude, <laughs> you got to, dude. Oh, it's good. I, you I do, like it. But like, dude, but no, though, no, because he's that's exactly, though, what he's talking about, though. He's talking about how fighters, like, Diaz didn't fight for almost six years because of the marijuana thing, dude. Right. There's fighters that, like, we look at, what was it, Randy Costa. He was supposed to fight in Houston, and then he went to Twitter and was like, look, dude, the marijuana rules down there, I'm going to get suspended. I'm going to get fight, yeah. and then the fight can get ruled as a no contest. Right. So I got to move the fight the thing is, because of that. Right. You and know? to Randy's credit, is it's not like he probably he probably did quit smoking weed for a period of time. To make but it he was worried. He wasn't. He wasn't a hundred percent confident, and he didn't want one extra thing on his fucking mind on his shoulders. Going, going into, into weight a fight. cut, right. and a fight, yeah. and like, training, everything. So it's just like I mean I. 
I can to an extent understand what he's saying there, dude. But like fucking, you know, Nick brought like the casual fans, dude. He brought in these fucking, <laughs> like the, the grab your dick and twist them fans. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Right. Right. Yeah. And he never got a chance to get paid for it. So I think like, you know, Kevin Lee, as a hardcore fan, as a stylistic matchup, I love it, dude. But as a casual fan, as a guy who like thinks, hey, I think Nick should get fucking My thirteen million like his little brother did. I think I think Nick should get thirteen million in his next fight because goddamn dude, like the the guy is he, like, and I posted a comment somewhere on social media. I was like, he looks sad, and people took it the wrong way. They were like, oh well, fuck, he's you know been out of it for six years. And I'm like, I'm not talking about his body. I'm, yeah. like, I'm talking about his eyes, dude. I'm yeah. talking about like he looks sad, dude. Like, he's not he, happy to be there. He didn't hate to be there, and that's their whole thing. Like you gotta hate it to love it, dude. And at that point, he wasn't hating it to love it. He was literally hating it to hate like, it because he was like of the UFC. Broke, he was like a fucking. He was a broken man. Dude, up there, and it, like he was broke before the fight started, dude. And like his, his, I mean, he's a you know he's a great technician when it comes to boxing and stand up and shit. So like, of course, you know he's not gonna fucking lay down and just let him have it, you know. But at the same time, like I understand why it happened. Robbie was putting money in the bank with body shots, dude, because. On the other side of this, you gotta understand where Robbie Lawler's coming from, dude. We're talking about twenty years ago. He got embarrassed in a fight by a fucking, you know. So it's not like it didn't mean nothing to him because it meant something to him. Absolutely, you know I mean? he tried to play it off like it didn't. But right, yeah, you know, and right. he was respectful and shit. But right. that was a big step for Robbie. Like that meant something. To That's him. gonna give him so much motivation going into his next. And fight, honestly, like Nick, I think, dude, I think he fucking had. Over time, earned a respect for Robbie and learned the and, and he liked he him and he just couldn't help but like him. How can you not like Robbie Lawler, bro? Even if you did fight him when you were a fucking he twenty year old kid, over the time watching him fight Rory McDonald, just watching him go out there and just just put it on the line and be Absolutely. You know, the champion he is. I mean, it's hard not to like the guy. You know who Robbie Lawler reminds me of? Huh. Jay off of Jay and Silent Bob. Oh fuck! Dude. The way he talks. Dude, I'm no, no, hold on. We're talking a long-haired stoner, bro. <laughs> like, but if hey. you listen to him both talk, like whenever he, that dude's in character is Jay. Oh, you listen to maybe on just yeah. talk. Like, hold on, if I've never seen Robbie Lawler and I've only heard him. Well, Jay. yeah, you're, it's completely <laughs> off because he's bald. But you're completely if, off. If you look, I swear to God, you get them side by side, dude, and they're identical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. 15 bucks, little man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, dude. No, but I have a home grow. I say, I say, just pay Nick, man, and offer him a legacy fight. Agree. Not Kevin Lee, bro. Give it, give it. But not Kamaru Usman. Well, then like, the only one that would make sense not. would be Connor yeah. because Connor and his brother it's, it's and. Kind of, yeah. But I think that takes Nate's shot. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to avenge his brother's Well, loss. who's at 170? Somebody at 170 or 185 that draws money. So Mike what? Perry. Okay. Mike Perry would be big, but it's not It's yeah, not it's huge. Not. Hey, 185 <laughs> Strickland. Oh, God. Because they're both a nutcase. Did you see what he messaged uh, Dylan Dennis or whatever <laughs> his name is? Yeah. He was like, well... I'm not saying I'm gonna do it because obviously I'd go to jail and stuff. But yeah, but I would literally like strangle you and murder you and bury you. That guy's yeah. all that kinds guy's of scary, shit. Bro. Did you guys see what he said to Joe Schmo? Schmo? Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's like, I fucking. He's like, I, 
I went to a high school with a guy that looked like you, and he was such a dorky little prick, and he got all the girls, and I always wanted to beat his ass. He <laughs> yeah. just fucking remind me of that guy, and I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. What? That's why I don't talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. And Joe's just standing there like, fuck, dude. He's and like, he's got a hot-ass fucking Asian wife and shit. Like, he's like, that was me. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's like, dude, we went to that same high school, dog. <laughs> it is me. <laughs> Sean Strickland is fucking Timothy McVeigh crazy, bro. Like 100%. Like, like women better watch out around him, dude. Like, he, I, I feel like he's like a guy that might like strangle a bitch later in life. Speaking of strangling bitches, dude, John Jones, dog, is he? He's a wife. Did you see that meme I see? I think he slapped her in the mouth. I think that's what happened. No, they said he pulled her hair. Well, I know, but they also said that they found oh, blood. Oh, busted lip. Yeah, busted her lip was like busted. Blood on their I think he, she probably was like, you fucking drunk piece of shit. You know. He was like, smack. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, was, well, did you see that Pawn Stars meme I sent you? He was yeah. like, John. We'll give you this much to fight, you know. Anybody in the, Anybody UFC. In the UFC. Best John can do, or best we can do, is John fighting his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that shit was funny. So, yeah. see, then now, with all that happening, I'm glad I got rid of those shorts. They ain't, I don't even know if they'll ever be anything, dude. They are, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I got my like, black one-on-one, to so be that's fair, pretty though, cool. Like, the signature's not Is that really one-on-one? Right? Yeah, that's my one on one. Dude, Listen, put it on eBay at fifteen grand. That signature's not None. worth anything, dude. Like, no, my signature's not worth no. anything if you won't pay for it. Because you know how no. much I pay for anybody's signature? Nothing. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Most so, people get it signed for free, it, well, and then only, people sell exactly, it. Exactly, dude. So yeah. then it's what anybody will pay. That's why dude. all my personal cards—they're not signed. Unless Jesus Christ signs something, bro. Like I'm not. I mean, even then, dude. <laughs> like, I was like, what? That oh, makes no sense. I want to see the JC autograph, bro. Like Jesus signed it? Yeah, bro. The Pope would probably this, suck your cock if you had something signed yeah, by right, Jesus. Right. They're listening right now. They would come in and fucking cut my head off. Listen, I got that Jason throwback autograph. Hey bro, I got, a, I, got, I got Jesus Christ toga signed by him, dude. Retro shit. Retro shit. So does the UFC even have any good fights tomorrow besides the main dude, event? Dude, uh, with all the shit that's happening. There was three people that missed well, away. Hernandez. And then, yes. did you see what old lad came out and said? She blamed it. Well, I don't want to say blame because I'm not a freaking female, dude. But she said she blame had her period. Feet. I thought that too. Dude. You know. Well, I and, that, but I, like, I think this is the second time she's done it. You know. Yeah. But I think as a female, though, if that's the case, yeah, you that. should be able to see a female doctor to verify that. Oh, you know why? Well, why you don't have to cut the weight. And then the other female knowing that a doctor came to you and like, look, yes, she is on her time of the month, you know, yeah, because man, I, I feel like it's that so, simple, especially with athletic females, because their menstrual struggles are all we've fucked up. Talked dude. about this before, but yeah. so and if that's we've the case, you know, about this before. it, it <laughs> sucks for women because they can't plan that, you know, and like it's like yeah but but I do you think that the best dude do you think Ronda playing her title fights around her period it's possible some women it's the professional thing to do no but in, in, all, <laughs> in all seriousness dude. it's I the mean, professional thing listen, to do we're talking about fucking millions and millions of dollars on the line here dude because like if you plan a fucking date like especially like we're talking about Ronda Rousey dude and that dude well I know that they, woman made Conor McGregor money bro so we're talking like well, but did she miss weight 
Is that what you're Never. saying? Never. I'm just saying. Yeah, she could have planned around it. Do you think yes. she planned her shit around that? Okay, like, so if women are taking, you know, birth control or whatever it is that they're they taking. They have apps they, on your phone that will track your period. Yes. Literally, and, and they're accurate as fuck, I promise And you. they can do when that, you, you know, but I know. <laughs> I know that they can probably <laughs> be freaky. off it sometimes, you know, I, I figure, you know, or from what I hear. We're going to take a shot. But, fuck you know, fault, but guys. it still sucks for her, dude, you know, and then now. Do you think the UFC cuts her? Uh, no. No, no, I don't. She's kind of a draw. I know who she is. So, for the women's division, I'm a casual fan. Well, she's a European draw. It's harder to get cut for foreign fighters. Isn't it? Isn't it her mom that had like a... uh, Yeah, her mom's like super... Only fans... And shit and oh, shit. Oh really? I think it was. At I her. didn't know that. I'm about to subscribe. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I heard, like inch. What if she got a six head? Like might her? not be her. I hope it was though, because I swear that's what I heard. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I think the, the whole menstrual cycle and weight cutting for women, dude. Like I don't even want to speculate because weight cutting for anybody is hard. I can imagine it's fucking excruciating. Oh, dude, it sucks, you know. And then for a female, it's got to like, be harder. And not know, just like, fe- like, not just like your housewife type feeling. I like talking about a female pro athlete too. So like, they're probably using supplements and shit that are fucking their hormones all up anyway. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they fucking get on their cycle and bloat like a motherfucker and can't cut water weight. So, you know who does fight tomorrow that is, like, I'm not hearing a lot of buzz about, actually? Um, let's hear it. Loud mouth. Oh, he does. Kevin Holland. Who's he fighting? Kyle Dawkins. Yeah, he's fighting one of the Dawkins boys. Listen, I think that's a fucking tough fight. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Dude, the Dawkins brothers are fucking scrappy as shit. And speaking of the Dawkins brothers, Chris is matched up with Derek Lewis in his next fight, dude. Yeah, dude, I fucking saw that. Dude, dude don't, like, hey, shit. don't underestimate that motherfucker. No, hell like, no, dude. Them dudes got crispy boxing. He's either about to fucking have the biggest win of his life, or he's gonna Get be slept, a part dude. of another fucking highlight reel. I predict he wins fucking for the whole fight, and then Derek Lewis hits him one time, and he just yep. folds up like a fucking Dude, it's impossible. I, I think it's a good matchup for Derek Lewis. Is it gonna be a man of or is it I like think so. Probably. You're talking no, about Derek Lewis, right? Yeah, he... Yeah, he it's I, not at this point, he can kind of demand main event. Well, not really demand main event, but he is such a fan draw that... No. That'd be stupid not to give it away. Honestly. Put it on fucking ESPN. Derek Lewis, probably the scariest human being ever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, that guy, dude. Like, but he's hard to put on live TV, though, dude, because he just fucking presses all dude, the time. Dude, if he wins that fight and knocks him out, then they're going to give him the title fight. And, like, I was telling uh, Jason, I don't think John Bones Jones will fight in the UFC again, to be honest. I don't know, man. I think he will. He'll either fight again well, his UFC. wife is not pressing charges over this list. Everybody's oh, making man. a big deal about this incident in Vegas, but I, there's nothing that's going to come up. Did you see no. that article where they said that they... the most. Yeah. Did you see that article where they said and they put... Have to pay for the damages on the car. They put DC in mm. the article in the newspaper in Las yeah, Vegas and thought it was... Yeah. 
thought it was John because John yeah, was so fat. Yeah, newspaper in Las Vegas uh, when they were covering the John Jones incident, they put a picture of Daniel Cormier up instead of fucking John Jones. Like a fat Daniel Cormier too. <laughs> no, it was actually a fit. It was a fit, DC. Yeah. It was Getting a, on the so scale, high. but... John is huge, dude. I don't think he'll do good at heavyweight at all. Uh, Brandon Schaub actually mentioned that on his podcast. He's going to be fat. He so, like, yeah, he did. He doesn't like the fact that he's trying to gain weight to go up there because he's kind of losing his advantage. You know, he's not built to carry that weight. And then you fuck around with a dude like Cyril Gaon, who's waking up in the morning at 247 naturally and moving well. I'm telling you, he's going to be know? the best heavyweight around, dude. The French are going to go God, crazy. Dude, that yes. motherfucker is I like him, dude. Savage, he's technical. He's fast. He's strong. He's, he's well-rounded. His game is not fan-friendly, but it's it's championship-friendly. I sent y'all like, the thing in the last fight, dude. I called it on that Derek Lewis fight. Well, actually, oh, I think yeah. I said third round, but he finished him in the second, I believe. But a round faster, dude. But I when knew he was going to finish. like an 85-er at fucking 250 pounds, dude. It's going to be hard to fucking get rid of yeah. that, dude. It, but the fans are going to hate it because he's not going to entertain a fucking crazy brawl with dudes like Derek Lewis. No. To be honest, why the fuck would you? No. And same thing with Francis. I think like somebody like uh, DC would match up well with him and DC in his prime. You know. No, and then him and uh, let's see. I don't even know who else is in heavyweight really anymore. That's why they're trying to bring up that Dacus guy. It's either Neoches, bro. What do you mean, Steepy? Oh, Steepy. No, yeah, but see, look, I forgot about him, dude, because like, <laughs> yeah. he stayed gone for so long, came back, got but knocked. His wrestling is the X factor in heavyweight. So that would like, work. He, he would have saying. a chance against. He matches up with Cyril better. and Francis. Damn, somebody's mm. in there burning shit. Oh. Fire! Jenna must be cooking. <laughs> that means that's usually like our dinner. The done signal. What if the kids are catching the house on fire? Damn, hold on. Let's give it a second to see what. Yeah, no. Jenna's cooking. <laughs> no screaming kids. No. Oh, shit. Dude, y'all got me trashed already. Dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two shots. Of no, water. Water. No, no I'm done. Trying to drink my Dr. Pepper and my Red Bull. Yeah. I'm on call right now. I'm on call. Any minute. Hey, dude, they switched our hours 7 to 3.30, so I love it, dude. Pretty good hours. It was 6 to 2.30, but now it's 7 to 3.30 because it's getting colder. So, there's a couple matchups that we need to talk about. You got Dominic Cruz versus Pedro Munoz. Dude, Dominic Cruz all day. I think it's a yeah. bad matchup for Pedro. Dude, did you see who uh, old fucking... They said he's got a ranked opponent. They got a guy coming up from flyweight. He did do good against Kyle. What's Kyle's name? You remember the cop? Kyle Bradley? Is that who he beat? It's the... It's the Brazilian. Yes, he's fighting... Really Pipe is fighting Sugar Sean. And this is the second fucking flyweight who's tired of making flyweight. It moved up. They're fighting up to get that little... And he beat Kyle Bradley, which was... Crazy. Oh, hold on, no, you're thinking Chris Montino is who Chris Montino stepped up from he was from CES, which is an East No, that's sport. who Sean O'Malley. I'm talking yeah. about who Who Piva just fought? Yes. He beat that Kyle Bradley dude. That's why he's ranked fifteenth in the Bantamweight division. I'm trying to think. I can't put a picture of Kyle. I don't know. That kid that had long hair, he, he was, was really good. Like he, he beat that he beat that wrong. Kyler? Is it Kyler no. Phillips? 
Phillips, yes, Kyler Phillips. Kyler Phillips. Motherfucker looks like Jesus. Yes, he beat that guy. Beautiful young man. Yes, that beautiful young man. Yeah, you know, I know who you're talking about. So it might be Kyler Phillips, but yeah. That Volume guy. on Paiva, he, uh, Kyler Phil- he won a decision. Yes, he yeah, won a decision. His first fight at Bantamweight, that dude was 3 or 4 and 0. Oh he also beat Mark De La Rosa. No, oh, we know that. Yeah, he knocked De La Rosa. But he also missed weight in that fight. We were calling for oh, fucking He De La missed Rosa weight at flyweight twice. That's why he moved up to Bantamweight. And then he beat well, the number 15th ranked listen, guy. I got to give Sugar Sean's management some credit here. Yeah, they're smart. Dude, man. these motherfuckers are great. Well, he, Sean they, is going to be a fucking he giant. Call, he called out Cruz knowing Cruz had a fight coming. <laughs> His manager probably told him, like, look, hey, call out Cruz. We got you a match. And then Cruz is going to be like, nah, I'm already matched. And then it's going to be looked dude, like, like, and then boom. And then it's on the to, same card, December 11th. People are failing to realize, dude, that when you see him masked up with somebody you don't like and you have a reaction, that's just as good as loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, hating it is almost twice as good as loving it. <laughs> I'm just saying, from a fighter's standpoint, dude, and a promotional standpoint, and a put money in my pockets to maybe one day work up to pay-per-view point standpoint, hate it. <laughs> hate it. Tell your friends to hate it, and then maybe your whole family will hate it, and then all y'all will pitch in and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's... It's perfect, dude. Like, fucking Sean don't give a fuck. And then he gets to go in there and make his fucking set peg that was already negotiated yep. to beat up a dude that he's going to outweigh by 20 pounds come fight night. And then I bet he has one more fight after that, which he'll fight probably somebody 10, 11, dude, 12, 13, or 14. we fucking discussed this on a previous episode oh, where yeah. he's out on his contract. I don't know where he's at on his contract. It's one or two fights. Close. He's, he's getting close to renegotiating. Yeah, that's why they're so. doing what they're doing, dude. Right, that's what I'm saying. His management team is smart, dude. They're giving him fucking short-notice flyweights who don't want to make weight no more. Now, listen, Paiva's dangerous, dude. Like, he's going to come in comfortable and fucking He's going to strike with him. Right. It's not going to work out for but him. But he's going to gas out. He always gasses out. It's not going to work. Unless fucking, like, he clips him or Sean breaks his fucking foot again. <laughs> dude, Paiva was the best. Biggest bantamweight I've ever seen move up from flyweight. I swear to God, yeah. dude. Like him and uh, who was it, Ray Borg? <laughs> like they're, they're the only crazy. ones that I've ever seen move up from flyweight and be like, holy dude, shit! I remember the first time bantamweight. The first time I ever seen Ray Borg, dude, is when you fought Tim Sosa in fucking yeah. Albuquerque, dude. and he I was, was in Tim Sosa's corner. No, I was pissed. Okay, yeah. And there was just like fucking little short, stocky ass Mexican. Dude, he was glasses. so big. Dude and. I had no fucking idea. Dude, I'm not shitting dude. He was about a buck seventy-five. He's like me, yeah. We get so dude, big after the he fight. He was huge, oh, dog. Like, and he was in the bathroom with us, and I had no idea. And it took me a second to realize, dude. I was like, dude, that's fucking like Ray Borg. I was like, what the fuck is he doing in here? And then I realized like his flick was cutting weight and shit, and he was like coming in to see like like what was going on and shit. And uh. his flick went in there and pissed, and we were both in the bathroom and like he came in there and it was like this fucking toad of the little Mexican guy. Little toad. We were in a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. And they, we waited in a Mexican restaurant. Dope. We did, dude. It yeah. was terrible, dude. Uh, it, was like, it was actually a catchway fight, dude. You didn't get salsa and chips afterwards? Dude, no, dude. Like, at that time, I wasn't even big on... But uh, we went all the way down oh, yeah, to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, man. And uh, we were the main event down there. And for at one thirty, it was my first fight back from my knee surgery. That's what it was, dude. Mike, dude, this fool drove the whole way, dude. Yeah. Because Raven's mom would not let my dad drive her car. And my dad went and my 
my wife went, and this is the first time Raven ever got to be in my corner for an MMA fight. And, dude, I took this dude down every round. I took his back. But in the first dude. round, I take his back and I, I punch had the him. worst experience in the corner ever yes, in this fight, and, dude. And so Mike was the one communicating with me. My dad was running the clock, and uh, Raven was recording. So we oh all God, had it planned out. So, and I'm punching him, and I got his back. And I'm trying to get the choke in. I'm trying to get the choke in. Dude, my dad tells Mike, there's 30 seconds left. Well, I'm like, all right, 30 seconds, so I'm just going to play it cool. I'm not going to waste my energy, you know, and I'm in a position, and the kid keeps trying to get out. And I'm like, I look up at Mike, make eye contact with Mike, dude, and he was like, just keep going, just keep going. And I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't find out until after the fight that my dad thought it was three-minute rounds. I had been a professional dude. for multiple years. It's five-minute rounds. Dude, it's fucking... And listen to me, dude. He thought it was 30-minute rounds. Three. Want to, listen, three. Oh, you want to talk about panic, bro? So at two and a half, he said I've had 30 some crazy seconds. experiences in the corner with this fool, <laughs> dude. But this shit was crazy, dude. Like, we're sitting in the corner, right? And Flick's got his back, dude. And he's working, doing his thing. And... and Jimmy, big Jimmy, he's like, he's like, hey, 30 seconds. I was like, I was like, bit. I was like, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, you know, and basically just fucking ride it out, dude. If it's fucking a minute later, I'm like, what's up with this 30 Bro, seconds? 30 dude? seconds comes by, dude, and I look at him, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Dude, he's like, I, I don't know, I don't know. And then Mike starts dude, talking. I'm, I'm asking the commissioner, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, and dude will not speak to me, dude. None of the fucking commissioner or the judges, they won't say a word to me, dude. And I grab the phone, dude, and I look, dude, and the time's running, and it says, like, fucking 348 or some shit. And I'm like, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I'm like, it's five-minute rounds, dude. I'm like, what, I'm like, what are we doing right now, dude? And I'm just like, I got to somehow try to recover from this in the corner. And I'm like, uh, oh. I'm like, just keep and working. Then- just keep working. I don't want to be like, hey, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Well, then right about that time, there's probably about a minute left because like Mike said, 348, dude, he changes position and gets on top of me and then he just starts throwing bombs, you know? Yeah. And me being a jiu-jitsu guy, I'm trying to move to get position and the round ends like that, dude. So, and I'm in his hometown. Kind of stole the round. Maybe. Well, it shouldn't have in yeah. my eyes, but because four minutes to one minute, and but, then I took a little damage. To be fair, though, the promoter was his manager, yeah. his head coach. Yeah. Oh, the, no, well, the, the uh, matchmaker was in his corner. Yeah. That's what it was. It, the matchmaker and the guy that paid me after the fight was in his corner, dude, yeah. cheering for him, dude. Like, and, and he was the head but, promoter at fucking King of the Cage for yeah. that show anyway. Yeah, down in Albuquerque. Show. So it was a pretty that crappy deal. And then the yeah. second round would come out. and They uh, called him Timbo And then slice. I took him down. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I took him down again, had his back the whole time. Same thing kind of happened. And he always, like, I would go for the finish. I'd hear him gurgling, but then... He would get out, and then he'd get on top of me with like a minute dude, left. It's on you, UFC. Can I tell you the other too. colossal fuck up for that camp? Yeah. Do you want to get this out there too? Remember the altitude mask? Oh, so I got an altitude mask. Yeah, and for fucking eight weeks, this fool trained at the wrong altitude. Yeah. Oh. And then we decide to look it up and see that it's five thousand and not it's like not the three thousand. Not three. I had my mask set up, and then we both tried not to panic, but dude, we both panic. <laughs> Listen, dog, we're on the way. We're driving to Albuquerque while this fool's cutting weight, dude. And, like, we're talking about how he's, like, done this And this is camp. the first time Mike's ever cornered me. This dude, is his yeah, first dude. time. We're, talk- we're talking about, like, the fucking, like, we're, like, talking about, you know, he's been training with his altitude mask the whole camp, blah, blah, blah. And we're, like, somebody decides to look up what the altitude is, dude. And, like, 5,000-something. And I'm, like, 
In my head, I'm like, oh, fuck me, dude. Like, we've been talking about 3,000 for fucking <laughs> two months, dude. Yeah, and I, dude, after round one, dude, I was like, Jesus, I, just I let me finish this guy, dude. dude. And I, we ended up losing a decision, too. dude. And, then, and there was more to the story. It'll be in the book, by the way. So, um, dude, listen, but, yeah. there's less oxygen up there. That's all there yeah. is to it. And that as well. So it was a crazy trip, dude. And then this, dude, we don't even want to stay there. So this fool, dude, just fucking straight drives us straight home that night, dude. It's like a fucking 10-hour drive from Albuquerque, New Mexico to fucking Sand Springs, Oklahoma, dude. Right. And he fucking straight did it, dude. Like, it was... like. When you go on a trip, like, and you lose, dude, this but trip then, home. Dude, the highs, really the but the highs from that whole show and just everything, dude, and like, dude, in the back there was Joey smoking via smoke. Oh, and if then you don't know that cat. Look, yeah. look up smoking Joey, and, dude. Like, I mean. it's... Smoking Joe via senior was in the back talking with guys and I'm like getting to get like the real first time like experience real experience at like a real legit pro show and shit like I mean it was and then they even said after the fight they said that they thought I had the decision you know but it happens when you fight the hometown boy But then, like, Mike also some other experience. Like, I started dry heaving when I fought Levi Mouse. They come around after round one, and I come back to the corner, and I go, <laughs> and I start to go, like, to throw up. And then the, the guy, the cut man's like, if you throw up, we're stopping the fight. If you throw up, you stop the fight. So Mike puts my head in the bucket, dude. My other cornerman's just telling me to try to take him down when Mike's like, uh, that's not going to work, dude, because you took him down and he swept you, dude. Like, and then now you're tired. You're about to throw up, like, so. So I, it was terrible, dude. dude. I would, listen, the fight with Levi was probably the worst experience I've ever had in the corner. Ever, ever. I don't That's, know. Let me top it. Scary, Let me dude. top it. CJ Hamilton. Listen, CJ's was fine. Like, it, uh-huh. the, the pre-fight shit was scary as fuck, dude. Yeah. Man, bro, you always put me through We're hitting pads. We're hitting pads in the back. And all of a sudden, he's like, bro, my hand. I can't. My, 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 my left hand, my lead hand. Like, something's up. Something's up. And I'm like, oh, I was like, is it the rap? Is the, it's like, I don't know. Dude, the commission's like back there the whole time they start looking. And I was, I was like, like and so, so immediately, we're blaming it on the rap and the glove. I don't know what's going on, dude. And then, so we take it off. We cut it off. Like, dude, I'm about to walk. Dude, we're getting ready to get in the warm-up position. Like, the fight before me is walking, you know. And Mike's not the number one a fucking hand rapper and little Joe, <laughs> little Joe's there too. Little Joe was my boy, dude, and little Joe came down too. And that's it, just us three, dude. And we cut it off and wrap it again. We get it strapped up, dude. It's the same thing, dude. My knuckle, dude. And uh, <clears throat> come to find out, it's arthritis. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, though, so like hey, we're tripping out, dude. I don't hit mitts. I do not hit mitts to warm up no more. We just start pumbling and everything, dude. I ended up getting suspended, and I didn't. I wasn't even cleared to fight again until I got that okayed. On top of they drug tested me there too, and I felt. But if, if you go back and watch that fight now, like if anybody's curious, that's why he didn't throw a fucking jab at all in that fight, <laughs> dude. Like and it's fucking. And I never point, even knew that, listen, but in, in the, the fight, back, yeah. We're in the back, that's like, bro, like. You gotta eat it now. Like, yeah. there's nothing you can do yeah. at this point. Like, we're walking. And then he keeps like telling me. Minutes. He's like, "I'm telling you, dude. Once you get out there, you're gonna forget. You're yeah. gonna forget, dude. And like, if you like, you said, if you go back and watch it, I don't really throw no jabs. It's all right hands and kicks and faking shots and everything. And then when I got a hold of that guy, it was it kind of stifled his performance. 
But if of you didn't course. know about it, you didn't know about it. You know what I mean? So, but honestly, that was probably one of the bigger wins in your career. Did that was mm-hmm. you were a huge underdog in that fight, CJ? Did we ate breakfast for that guy that morning? Did you? Yeah. For like two tables away. Oh When we fought Greg Fisher, we were supposed to ride the freaking uh, little like van to the hotel or from the hotel to the airport together so we stayed up all night and caught the earlier one why we didn't have to you know ride with the losers with the belt and the losers (laughs) you know like it would have been weird yeah scheduled for the same time y'all see his last fight it took him a while to get back in the ring but he lost he lost but dude and 135 and he's still huge Dude, so big. Huge. Listen, he's a big kid, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can't believe he made 125, dude. Right. But, yeah, but uh, he he fought his ass off, though. It was a really good fight. I, I didn't really see much of it. I've seen a couple clips. He fought a Hawaiian kid, I believe. Yeah, that was a couple months ago, actually, with the LFA again. So. But, yeah, dude, you put me through some fucking stressful moments. Well, then... Well, and then we were at the UFC for our first UFC fight, right? And I'm getting there, you know, and we're getting ready to go fight fucking Cody for the first time, you know, on December 5th. And Mike goes down to oh, his wait, room. Wait. That sounds like a plug for a future fight. Uh, uh, no, no. Wait, they, they hey, had to make it, twice. That, 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 oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this was okay. the first time. And I was like, he's got to win November 20th to keep his job. So, but, like... Mike leaves to go down to his room. We're literally like 20 minutes away from taking the shuttle to the venue. And then Coach Leo gets a call. And he starts saying a bunch of weird shit on him. You know, like, I don't know if he can. He's supposed to go back to work. And I'm like, what is going on? You know? And then he was like, gets off the phone. He's like, I got to go get Mike. So my first thought is like, dude, Mike's got COVID. And they're not going to let him fly back. And that's what they told us on our paperwork. If you test positive for COVID, you can't fly back. They'll cover your car for like 600 miles, and then you got to pay the rest of the way oh, yeah. to get yeah. back home on a rental car. Or you can quarantine. Or you can quarantine in the hotel, and they'll days, pay for you yeah. to stay in the hotel, but you have to pay for your own food. Right. So that was my first thought. And then when they came back in, and then Coach is like, you know why we've been wondering about him wearing sunglasses? And then that's when I knew it, dude. And he told me, and the that was just terrible too, you know. Yeah, so, you called me crying. I was like, "Oh, I fuck, think I called everybody." So Raven had a watch sad. party with like so many people, dude. It was crazy, dude. I, I ended up ditching the watch party because of that. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going now. Dude, you, know what? you know what? I've just come to the conclusion of you're a fucking drama queen. I am. It comes to fight. And then ever since, you haven't had no drama since. Holy shit, dog. You are such a fucking drama queen. That's, that's what I've come to the conclusion of. <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. You Jersey Shore motherfucker. Jersey Shore happy pants, I'm telling you. I was there at weigh He's Polly D with uglier ears, bro. That's it. I was at weigh-ins whenever Matt Murphy showed up at 145 pounds. He just got off of his fucking late shift from McDonald's. McDonald's, dude. He sure did with his kids and everything. He made a fucking joke, bro. That's legit, bro. Dude, He got off, got to make flurry, and headed to Tulsa. So, dude. The story behind that, like, so I'm supposed to fight at 125. They kept changing opponents. It's the Monday. I'm supposed to weigh in on that uh, Friday or uh, Thursday. I can't remember what day. I'm at 130. 
And then I get a call from my manager, or it might have even been Dale's dumbass, and saying that he had a guy and he, he wanted to meet at 139. At 139. I'm like, I'm at 130 in the sauna right now because I was still hoping to make 125 because it was my first fight back at 125. And uh, it was after losing to, um, I think, uh, Ray. Ray. So, and then uh, he was like, well, 139 and I was like no the lowest I'll go is 137 you know or the highest I'll go so we agree on 137 and then I get there and he shows up at 142 pounds saying he's pissing Dr. Pepper he said it's fucking dark man (laughs) he said I can't cut no more and then I, I'm tripping out, and I'm calling everybody. Coach Leo ain't there. This is the first time I ever trained with Coach, but before I actually hired Leo and went and talked to Leo, he had already had other fighters booked, and I knew that, you know. So I told him, you know, you do that, and then I always have Mike, and then uh, I had uh, um, Coach uh, Thomas Longacre, and then sometimes I usually throw a third. I don't remember who it was that time. But anyway, so. I think it might have been Daryl for that one. Yeah, so, and then, so I end up, I was like, I'm not fighting him in MMA, because if I do, and he's got four ounce gloves, the dude had a freaking three and 30 boxing record. Yeah, you know? like a ridiculous. So, I, yeah. but that means, you know, he trains more boxing, and right. then he, like, he had went to a decision with guys that were like 15 and 0, right. you know, and so I was like, dude, I'm not fighting you in MMA gloves, we can fight in kickboxing, you know, because I get paid the same to show and then same to win, because right. I told Dale, I was like, I don't think you want to pay me what you're paying me for a grappling match, and <laughs> Dale said, hell no, I swear to God I said that shit to him, dude, so then we agreed to a kickboxing fight, you know, and dude, if you heard Dale Cook, dude, he didn't even know how to talk, he was trying to say okay. that. Okay, so listen. Yeah. So, like, you just, were the co-main that night for Greg Hardy, I think. But yeah, sure. that same card. Not co-main. I led off the card. I think. So Dale Cook on social media just recently shared a post about that card. Was like talking about like a couple years ago we broke you know fight pass record. But Never like, brought me up. Did he? Didn't even tag you in the post. Didn't no. say nothing. But Fuck you me. and Greg Hardy were the only motherfuckers on there that made it to the, to UFC. the UFC. Yeah. Hey, bro, come on. Like, I don't know what Dale's got against you, bro. And no, I'm not cutting. None of this. Like the XFN. No, like, don't. I don't no. know why XFN, like, gave Dude, you nah. And honestly, it's because fucking Danny beat Michael Billups. Yes, and, it, and exactly you know I have messages. So, we'll put it out there. That's why listen, fucking listen. You that okay, hate. their matchmaker is Jamie. Yes. Jamie, you're a sweet woman. I love you. All right? But go look at your messages. I got it as proof. You know, I told her, I said, look. If you do any business with my brother, it has nothing to do with me. And they should have fucking listened. No, listen. You know what she messaged me back and said? She said, I don't deal with fighters that don't have managers. And then they booked him. And then they booked him. Two weeks later, right? Yes. Uh, And then. Because they couldn't find Michael an opponent. So they got him somebody that they thought he would go in there and and smash. And Danny fucking choked the kid out, dude. And you know why? Because the kid thought he was going to get Danny with a highlight freaking elbow. And fell down and got choked out. Oh, shit. I got to step out for a second, guys. Y'all go ahead. All right. So. We're killing it on time. Dude, man. I love this tea, dude. I was just like sitting there sipping on that shit, man, because fuck that whole organization. <laughs> dude, man, they didn't do me no good. I tried to do good. Like, I sold them, dude, so much in tickets. You see me hustle myself all the way dude. to the USC. 
And, I was Bob too. And they never gave me no credit, dude. I was like, I'll never go back and rep their show, dude. And yeah. in my book, even when I talk about fighting for them, dude, I don't give them no love. Like, like no, yeah, they, they didn't do me the no worst good. Fucking promotion. All I did was ask for good fights, and they hated making good fights for me, you know, because it cost money, dude. It didn't make no sense. They didn't like me because I was always complaining about the pictures that dude. they were using for you and shit. Well, I'm yeah, like, why aren't you and I would this guy better, like, dude? Like. They would go and find pictures off my Facebook, and then I would go and try to get pictures taken, and when I would send it to them, they wouldn't use the pictures I sent them. And then, like, she tried to tell me she did, so then I was like, look, these are the pictures I sent you, and that is the picture you used. And, like, so it was ridiculous, and then they would never put me on the billboards, even though I was one of the top sellers, so I never got no love for them, so I'm not going to give them no love back. I'll, you know, go follow. Listen, a lot of that is because you're kind of ugly. Hey, hey, let me give you one of my best. Hey, y'all gotta hear about my best performance. It's your your brother's fault for beating Michael (laughs) Bill. But you really is. And they underestimated you. And then, listen, Danny had the potential to be right there with Flick. Hey, if Danny would have not fucked his shit up, he could have made it to the UFC too. Hey, do you know what they did the next time he fought Billups? Yeah, they made it a special rule. First, first, first round kickboxing, and then MMA. Then MMA. And guess what he did? Motherfucker out first. Ten seconds left in round one. He hit him with a spinning round kick and TKO'd him. Yeah, while Danny was fat with a mohawk. Yeah, and came in on like two days' notice. And I don't even know if he weighed in, to be honest, dude. Like, bro, uh, he, they were like, some, like he posted his picture of somebody was like, "Damn, your opponent's ripped." And okay. They were like, dude, it was like a fucking. They were talking shit. Okay, so that sucks because this is like, dude used to be shredded. Like, and he's yeah, just. Uh, a lot of people might not have ever heard this. And, and a lot of motherfuckers think I was hating on Danny. I never hated on Danny, dude. Like, I'm, if anything, I, dude, I've shown that motherfucker way more love than he ever deserved, dude. You, know you and me, Bert. I'm both. telling you, both. dude. Like, <laughs> but, even when he fucking fought, I was there and didn't even want to be there, bro. And like, and I watched him, dude. And I didn't root against him. I wasn't cheering for fucking Billups. You know? right. When he won, I fucking stood up and clapped for the motherfucker. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, but I was still. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Like, I love it, man. it was commendable, even though he was fucking up in life for that little split second. Like, he showed just that flash of brilliance that I oh, remember. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're bringing that up, dude. I gotta fuck it. I don't care. All right. So my my nanny, poor nanny. I love my nanny. You know, she had dementia, but she passed away a couple weeks ago, right? And then we had her funeral, like a couple weeks later. So we go to the funeral, have the funeral and everything, and then we're at the dinner table eating, and Danny is with. Angela Dilly, which is my brother's ex-wife's oh, sister, man. and my brother's ex-wife got with her brother's best. Your brother's yeah, yeah, best yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can't go on to the brother Steve. cousin and sister cousin stuff. Jerry but Springer uh, that shit. <laughs> but anyway, he, he goes to introduce me to her, and I'm like, I know who she is. Would you be a dick? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Who you're fucking, dude? Like, I, <laughs> like I don't even talk to you. Like, why are you gonna try to introduce some chick to me? Like, it's a fucking dime piece. Like, no, dude. Like, like, check out this hottie. Don't mind that fucking missing couple teeth in the front. <laughs> dude. And then, like, she gets up and she was like, it's nice seeing you. And I, I was like, no. Like, <laughs> like, bitch, I know who you are. Where the fuck did you go? Out there to pit. Well, I went and moved the car first for Jim and then had to take a piss. Yeah, I, I watched you walk in here. He wasn't in here. I was like, shit. Yeah, 
I walked in and out like most of the girls in your no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm fucked up. Just blame it on that fucking dick. Hey, that'd be a good start to the episode though. <laughs> <laughs> I can cut literally any part of it. It's just, it's just hard because I don't I should take notes while like while I'm recording on what parts I need to cut. What do you need to oh, dude, yeah. Fifty four minutes. Timestamp time that <laughs> shit. And then Hey Stevie yeah. Weebies, timestamp that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Four. For real though. I'm about to stamp so notice he's he's always like timestamp that. Timestamp. <laughs> You know, Stevie's an inspiration to me because he shows me that you don't have to do stand-up to make it in the podcast game. I really don't. Who? Listen, I firmly believe the podcast <laughs> game is all about content. Hey, listen. And I think Joe Rogan is so big because he has like 2,000 fucking episodes. So I've, that's I've got and he obviously is talented. Hey, this is what, number 30 or 31? This would be 30 or 31 for y'all. No. I've got an Is idea. it more than 31? I want to make a submission to King and the Sting for, okay. for their dating game that they got going on. Oh, dude, you're just going to get But we got to do like a lowered expectations. No, no, no. Lowered, lowered expectations, expectations, bro. Yeah, like, hey, dude. like, let them fucking take a little swing in our idea. Yeah. We, uh, dude, I'll sacrifice as a sacrificial oh. lamb. We could just be like... I don't hey. enjoy working out. I smoke lots he of said, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I smoke a fucking pack a day. I'm a little bit overweight. My house is a mess. I fucking oh. hate working out. Yeah. Dude, so I like dude. having sex and occasionally doing a little blow and getting drunk. <laughs> no. What's the problem? Do you think they would fucking entertain that? Dude, maybe they might. I think that they might because it's it's funny. It's if funny. we can, if it's we can present it well, dude, they'll fucking they'll cash it in. I think Theo would do. And then it. boom, <laughs> we can get our rub right there and then establish the fan base. Hey, hit up Nick no Davis at fucking the uh, Keenstein podcast. Yeah, so we gotta we gotta we gotta figure out how to film a fucking a good video. We can bring little Joe in. I'm good, dude. I got uh, I'm trash. Shit. Oh shit, Mike over here, Mister uh, At Home. Yeah, Mister At Home. Dropping shit on the ground like y'all want another. We can bring Joe in to shoot a fucking little mm. video for it, make it look good, put some work into it. Little Joe's about to get famous off some cover art. He got flicked, looking like a battered wife. My, fucking... yeah, I do, right? Yeah, I guess. Hey, hey, fun, fun fact on that. Fun fact. I let my wife put on MMA gloves before I did take the picture the night before to see if she could give me a black eye, you know? Oh, my God, dude. She dude, put that dude. out there. She did. No, she, no, she didn't do no damage, dude. She sucks. So, <laughs> Why um, are you calling us? Dude, well, it was just kind of... Jo- no, Joe already, Joe already told me he could do it. Were you, you like, know? blocking shots? Well, kind of trying, okay. you know, and I would let her. But she got me with some good ones. Like, why didn't you ask me if I could give you a black eye? That's what I'm saying. We could have recorded it. For the corner of the casual. That would have been quality content. Why did you ask me? Now I'm upset. Well, I can't take no hits to the mouth. My teeth fucked up enough. Okay, but just to the eyes. Just, just be eyeballing. Well, they did, and then I let Raina and Jesslyn try to hit me a little bit, just have some fun. Yeah, it didn't work out. You know? It didn't work out. Yeah, it, it hurts and no damage. Hey, he's lying, y'all. That was the picture fresh after a fight. One hundred percent. Right. That was all me. Yeah, uh, sure. That was the fight I won, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Well, if I had a picture, if I. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, well, Sandino, I choked him out, and he beat me up pretty good. That fight was a couple you years ago. For your cover, you should have just took a picture of Micah Stockton. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because <laughs> he, yeah, that'd be perfect. Just same, same story, everything, like, same title. Just a picture of Mike on the front. Oh, I'm game, dude. Let's change it up. Oh, dude. I'm telling you. fucking hilarious. If y'all don't know who fucking the gremlin Micah Stockton is, look that guy up. That's my boy, dude. He just opened up a gym, Sheepdog Jiu-Jitsu, over I'm so excited for that guy. Good for him. Yeah. like... Mike is the man, dude. Go to the gym. One of the toughest motherfuckers in the world, though, yeah. dude. Like, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, dude. I, man, dude. I, the fight I, that he had with Jesse Sardino, man, like, I was gut Dude, you should have seen the fight before that. He was fighting this Xavier Silver, dude. No, it was the first time I, ever, I was ever in this corner, dude. And we, we're coming down the fifth round. That's like, we lost, that's my like, favorite every local fight. round. That's my favorite and I'm like, look, dude, ever, dude. Like, I've been telling you, dude, you're better than this guy on the ground. Set it up. Use your jab like you do. But... Hit that double leg, and sure enough, he did. Dude got him down, put him in the rear neck, and choke, and put dude to sleep in the in fifth the round, round after and won the title. Some, dude, his nose was hanging off of his face, dude. Oh. I'm surprised. And, the ref even looked at him. Even brought in Dr. Luke. And when he fought Jameson Saudito, fun fact for you, that's juicing, boy. He did not. He did not get to see Saudito weigh in, nope. dude. And he yeah, does not he believe Saudito even made weight right. when he fucking no, lost he that rematch. Me. Yeah. So I felt bad for him, dude, but Mike is my boy. Yeah, for sure, dude. I bought one of his shirts just because I love his logo. Yeah, I wear it all the time, yeah, dude. Me too. Well, mine's a little small on me, so I need to lose some weight. Really? Mine fit perfect still. That's weird. You yeah. know, with the oh, picture yeah. you showed. You know. Patty, dude, he, he puts on some weight. Shit, huh? dude, and I'm the fat one. <laughs> well, I've kind of settled in. I think I'm between like 155 and 160. I'm pretty good now. Oh, really? You know, I don't even crave food like I used to. You Are know? you like doing any sort of exercising or anything right now? No. Just to, like, oh, stay Mike healthy? needs to get in here because I wanted to drop some 411. Mike, something I have not dropped. I just want to get y'all's opinion. All right. Okay. They're. Let's say. Hold on, before you ask me this, are you sure you want my opinion? Cause yeah, let, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious. Let's just say somebody came to me and was like, "Hey, I want you to open a gym, and I'll put up the money to get it started." No. What do you think? Hold on. Good source. Okay, so. I have conflicting thoughts because, like, for me personally, like, I've been waiting on this. And I knew it was going to happen. And I've thought about it a lot too. Like, and you want to know whether the main reasons that remade me think about wanting to open a gym? Huh. Opening day. Well, it wasn't even opening day. It was like go meet the teacher at school for Jesslyn. Jesslyn, my daughter, she's in fourth grade. So we go to the, her school and we're there. And this lady noticed me. She's like, hey, Jimmy, you know. And then, you know, and then her boy comes up and he was like, I get bullied. <laughs> just right oh, off the bat, oh, dude. Just, there's nothing. And she was like, I'm sorry, he talks too much. And my first thought's like, nah, he's talking to the right guy, you know. <laughs> like, 
And that was the first thought ever since I've retired that I thought about it. It's kind of your civic duty now to be a protector (laughs) of the people. And I'm being dead serious. You're You're like an Avenger. Well, no, you're a black belt martial artist, dude. Like, it's kind of your civic duty to protect the weak or at least show the the way. See, If something pops off and you're there, you're kind of expected to be the guy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, see, and... And we've experienced that, and uh, right, but that's what I'm saying. but see, my thing is, if I do do it, I do not. I don't want to train fighters. If fighters come to my gym, I'll let them know. Like I don't like if you want to progress and be a fighter, I I will have to send you to an actual gym that's gonna do that because so I'm not looking to put my time in like that because then might as well just fight. But what I want to do is see, teach self defense to children. And women, and you have know, you teach about, a little have bit. You thought about coming in and teaching a couple classes for Barry Hill Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know what I did get hit up about? What? My uncle and them. Uh, yeah. They uh, he contacted me, one of my good uncles, and uh, they are wanting to put on a wrestling tournament fundraiser, and they want to bring me down and talk to the kids and even do a seminar with some wrestling stuff. And, uh, you know, do a tournament and raise money for child abuse and stuff like that. So that would be later this year. So, Well, look, so I've talked about this, and this is a completely different angle than where you're going. Because where you're going, and let me, like, in case you haven't made it abundantly clear, obviously, from what I've, what I've gathered is, is you're wanting to do, like, a children's program, a self-defense, a, a jiu-jitsu program that doesn't Jiu- lead to UFC. Doesn't lead to Bellator. It leads to self defense. It's like here's a thought though. You've got a good friend that we were just speaking about, Micah Stockton. Like, if you wanted to do a seminar, like, why couldn't you just collaborate with him? I can. And And I also had a coach, uh, Coach Aurelio from Paragon. Well, he's not from Paragon. He's from Presta BJJ now, and uh, one of the guys that I trained with a lot coming up in my career and uh he wants me to come down when i do my book thing and he was like are you doing a book tour and you know i know oklahoma's number one but corpus christi number two you know and because that's where i started training jiu-jitsu and he was like i want to do a seminar and then you can do you know everybody that pays for the seminar they get a book you know or however or buy a book and then you get the free seminar however i want to do it or whatever you know so and i was like well that's awesome you know everybody i've got hit up micah he wanted like he's like i can get you 1500 bucks to go to arkansas yeah. and do a seminar can you, there can i give you like a completely other side of the of the token idea here that's like, wh- and this is that's why i came tonight right <laughs> so, and this is something i've thought about a lot can't answer my questions when i'm listening not, to you and it's not completely different but it's a little bit different for our area like what about doing like a jujitsu class for adults that yeah, carry that carry an o, that carry an OMMA card to smoke marijuana? Like we'll we'll be open to it, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, but you can't do that when you offer a kids class. You can't do that when you you know what I mean. Well, but, I'm not like how cool would it be though, dude? Just I can't be like. Man. Like, like, we're not going to come in here and we're not going to spar and beat each other up, dude. So don't be worried. You're not going to get punched in the face. Well, we might. But, like, it's like, but it's, but what I'm saying is, like, you can come in 
and we're gonna have an area, and as long as you're licensed to do so, we're gonna get high, dude. <laughs> and then we're gonna fucking <laughs> then we're gonna as go adults, I think that gonna, would be cool. And then we're gonna roll jujitsu, and we're not gonna do it traditional style like where we do technique and then warm ups and then drill and then fucking roll. Like we're just gonna go get high, and then we're gonna do technique, and then we're gonna roll. Okay, let me ask you this though. Let's do it. So, so if I was like, all right, hey, investor. New idea. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. And yes, they are OMMA friendly. And I don't Don't know. act like federal fucking legalized marijuana ain't around the corner. No, I just don't. It's I don't think it's going to be as business, you know, savvy. You don't as think a, it's gonna, no, because the kids are the money. So yeah. The kids are the money. And the you know? old model. And then if you... And the model that hasn't no, been... No, and fucking, actually, and you know what's after kids? What? Women's, yeah, aerobic kids, kids women's, and so, then men, right. adults. Are you that's trying a, to so head the market, or are you just trying to fucking have something? That listen, you're passionate hold on. About? both. But but what I'm saying though, but what I'm saying is, is you're talking about a market that's already been proven, right? So yes, that is what everybody does. They do kids classes. They do women's aerobic kickboxing. But who offers what I'm talking about? Nobody, but exactly. it, that would That's have to the be a point, like. It, well, first. let's put it this way: like, let's let's say the book works out, and then I want to open a gym because they they told me that you know we can talk about this for twenty twenty two, you know, and a big investor, you know, <laughs> and uh, so um, like it, it's came to my mind, you know, like if I want to do it or not, and but I want, I'm hoping the book works out, and then like what you're saying, I think that could be like a private thing that you invite people Dude, to, to it could do. be a fucking competition team it could be a fucking just a regular self defense for the fucking nerdy OMMA Jiu Jitsu <laughs> step up listen yeah, it, it could <laughs> literally just be like hey like for all but you for all you you know why he's saying that right there, there is a Jiu Jitsu tournament there's a no there's planet. a Jiu Jitsu tournament where they put it on and they smoke they before, they grapple, before they grapple and the winner gets a pound Fuck yeah, dude. dude it's, a it. thing. it's a thing. Let's dude. go. Listen, but also, dude, in Oklahoma, dude, marijuana is like, I mean, number one. It's booming right now. So why not? Why not Jimmy <laughs> Flick, former UFC fighter, be the face of fucking marijuana and jujitsu in Oklahoma? Because right now, who's the face of jujitsu in Oklahoma? Tell me. Y'all better know too, dude. BJJ. Who's the face of jujitsu in Lovato. Oklahoma? Thank you. I'm, of course you would know. Dude, Lovato's the face. But Lovato's a clean face. In Oklahoma City. He's a clean face, right? right. So why yeah. not be that dirty motherfucker? Yeah. It's also smart. I mean, once everything settles just... down and then I get established at my new job and everything like that, and uh, I'm hoping to get back to jiu-jitsu. That's the only thing I really want to get back Listen, to. Listen, if you know. open a jiu-jitsu gym, I'll be there. Because that's all I want. Because yeah. I thought about it. I want to roll and shit, dude. And like, I, like, I kind of... Like, and I just want to be no gi. I don't even want to... No, I'm not a gi. Uh, and it's harder to sell and everything like that. Um, so, like, I just want to be no gi well, jujitsu wrestling. To, for, for me, like, oh. to me, it's always been not as practical. From like just make a, sure that you shower regularly, please. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. This guy's never been to jujitsu. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know, like when you're standing up there and you're I like, "All right, guys," you, it sucks <laughs> being the coach, and you're like, "All right, we got to talk about." Hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've... You always start with fingernails need to be trimmed. 
you know, toenails, you know, make sure you clean your gear that you train in, you know, and bathe, and bathe as soon as we live. Every gym I've ever been at has had that conversation. Dude, it's, it's always. It's conversation that happens every, like, quarterly or every, you know, couple months. Dude, and. the coach gets tired of smelling your stink. He's like, some of y'all motherfuckers stink, dude. That's what Leo would be like straight up. He's like, some of y'all, I'm not going to say no names. Stink. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, it's hard, but you got to. I mean, when pe- too many people complain, it's up, bro. You know, but he's on, it's real though. Like, dude, I made it a point. Like, I'd be like straight up. Like, at the very least, I'd put on a fresh set of deodorant or wash my feet. Cause I'd come in after working all fucking day. You know? Dude, all right, dude. So when we had uh, Jesslyn at one point, dude, we had. Uh, I don't know how this happened, but I guess I changed her diaper, and it was a poopy diaper, all right? Well, a poopy then, diaper. And then let's just fast forward to about, and 45 minutes later, and I'm at the gym, and I take off my socks, and somehow I poop on my freaking foot. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm like, in the middle of the mat, taking my socks off, about to throw them over towards my shoe where I can stretch, and I'm like, how did I get Poop on my toes. <laughs> See y'all, y'all didn't know where I was going. Jason, Jason looked at Mike like this dude is half retarded, dude. Like, dude, like, and, and for some reason that's what made me think of dude. Like, I showed up to gym, dude, and that was at Clinch. I don't know why. Well, I got Impetigo or some shit off of a mat one time for probably somebody doing the same shit. <laughs> Did you watch your feet? Dude. Of course, dude. I panicked, dude. Listen, bro, I caught an infection off a mat one time on my chin and shit. Dude. It was like bubbling up and shit. It was terrifying, bro. Dude, you like, got to clean mats dirtiest and Dirtiest fucking and... gym on the goddamn west side, bro. I was so mad, dude. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, some nasty ass. It was like bubbling up, dude. Like somebody threw acid on my face, dude. God damn, dude. Had bitches coming over. I'm like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 it's a herb. Doctor <laughs> said it was good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's not contagious. Uh, I, I rub some silver on me and I break down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Just hiding in the corner like, nah, don't mind me. I'm good. Hey, well, that was good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, dude, I completely forgot where we were at. You fucked me up. We went to Sal's town with the poopy butt. Have y'all watched the Squid Game yet? No, man. Watch that shit, bro. The Squid Game. Hey, before we end this, has anybody... No, no. Mike's Mike's 0-3 in fantasy. (laughs) 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 I'm so glad you brought that up, dude. If he loses again, he goes to 0-4, guys. Thanks for adding three and four. Because you know, you remember, dude, I almost scroll. I was thinking about scrolling through the messages and screenshotting where I was like, right before this, I'm kicking y'all's ass. Dude, I love my team. Y'all like y'all's team? Did I say that this This, year? Yeah, every year. This motherfucker offered me a trade the other day. It was fucking Antonio Brown and fucking. And and Julio Jones for Chris Carson. It wasn't Julio Jones, was it? Bullshit, it was Julio Jones and Antonio Brown for Chris Carson. Yeah, that's Julio Jones, but Helio ain't been doing that over there. He's at Tennessee, right? And fucking, I just picked him up off of a trade. Did you see who my three riders? You see who my three wide receivers are? I need Chris Carson. I got Evans, Lockett, and uh, Cooper now. Hey, by the way, you're on DraftKings. They just gave you ten dollars free play. DraftKings pay us, man. Give us some advertising money. Right? Did they give me ten dollars? Open up their sports book in Oklahoma. 
No? I didn't play college football. Well, no, I don't play either, dude. I just seen it freaking on freaking asses. I dollars free play today. Yeah. I don't know freaking I'm, I'm free play. I'm finna smoke flick this no. week. Dude, we got a $20 bet on it, dude. Side bet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's been talking crap, dude. And I was like, dude, I'm freaking... Three and zero, you're two and one. I mean, it doesn't Listen, matter if you got more points. Bullet, make it to number one. Mm-hmm. That's what we're. He's about to fuck up, dude. He just he gave me Cooper for Listen, fucking Chase. That dude, motherfucker, so. he beat me so bad week one, that. dude. He would have beat me two weeks in a row. You know what I mean? Like if I had combined my points from fucking week one and week two, he would have still beat me. Lord, yeah, just beat the shit out. Yeah, dude. Of me, well, I almost closed him. He's only beaten me by fourteen points, and he's close. To, y'all are right with I'm, the point. I got the most points. Yeah. But you're only like so. Listen, if I beat Jason by sixteen points, like I'm gonna be in first and have the most points. So what's first place? Five hundred bucks, something like that. I think four fifty. Is it? Four fifty or five hundred? Either way, dude, it's not much, but still, it's like I just know. That's a lot, dude. That's not much. That's a lot to me, man. I don't think that shit. (laughs) I don't think I've ever went zero and three in fantasy. Have you, Jason? Hey, dude, eat a dick, bro. Listen, there's, hey, dude, there's I was 17. brand new like two seasons ago. This guy won his second season. Yeah. Okay. Hey, remember, yeah, I got lucky as fuck. Hey, dude, COVID, I but. got second one season, and the guy that was in first place didn't pay, didn't claim, and so I won. He, got it. he oh, never shit. paid for the season, yeah. like so. Uh, so, so he so didn't win the money. Yeah, that was in a different league though. Yeah, it was in a different league that we played in. But uh, I don't know, man. There's 17 games, all right? So I know, but I got well, how long until we go to playoffs? Because we have 12, so four get cut, right? We 14 oh, is the last People game. So there's, four, there's 14 games. Well, yeah, because not everybody makes it to playoffs. No, only top eight. Teams. So yeah. week 14 is the last. There's 14 games regular season. I didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> see? Uh. Yeah, so 15... 15 is quarterfinals, 16 semifinals, 17 What sucks finals. is, like, Jason, I think he has one player on Monday night, or yeah, one is it? On I played the well, fucking, no, I played the, the Cincinnati We should, kicker. yeah. I played the Cincinnati kicker. And he oh, because you got a tight end. Like, no, because I could be beating ever. you by, like, 20, 25, and then a fucking tight end can still get that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Especially Darren fucking Wall. So I'm gonna try to be beating you by second. You're talking about football, dude. Fucking the OU game, dude. That shit was so dope. Dude. Dude. I thought you were gonna bring up how good the Cowboys were, dude. but Cowboys. <laughs> Come on, hey, dude. How about Aaron Rodgers with 37 seconds? It's about time. Hey, did y'all say there was too much time on the clock? Dude, every time. Uh, Listen, every when time. I seen it, I was like, there was too much time. And and he knew this was his moment. Dude, dude. Mackay was in there watching the game. This is the first time Mackay's ever stayed up and watched a whole Green Bay game right. with me, dude. And when San Francisco scored, he was like, oh, no, he's so upset. And I was like, son, I was like, dude, like this is this is why Aaron Rodgers is who he is. <laughs> right. I was like, he's got 37 seconds. We're going to see if he still got it. And <laughs> fuck, dude, he still got it. He still got it. Dude. I don't know. He'll be gone next year. He'll be in Denver next year. But How about, still. what was it, Justin Tucker catching a, a 66? A 66-yard field goal, yeah. longest in NFL history. Yeah. He's a new record. He's got and yeah. it, that shit, it, dude, it bounced off the fucking crossbar, dude. That was, uh, I mean, that was a hell of a kiss. Yeah, I'm going to hit your dad. i have to get out of here soon. Yeah. I gotta work tomorrow. Make that we had, some, we had some little secret behind the scenes from all your fights. Fucking mad about the anxiety that you gave me. A little. I'm gonna tell when I go to get Xanaxes from the doctor. I'm gonna be like, all right, bro. Let this. me explain this to you. Imagine this. <laughs> 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 
There's but, about 7,000 people looking at you and your homie's puking in the corner. So, y'all know how I work at a crematory, or I work at, I pour and make foundations for a crematory, but we have a crematory on site. Well, last Saturday, dude, like, fucking 50 people showed up, dude, and they say occasionally certain people show up due to religions if they want to see the body off before it gets cremated. Uh, I was about to say, dude, religious. Yeah, well, just yeah, based on, cream, you know. Cremating fools, I guess. Yeah, and uh, so, like, so many people just packed our parking lot, you know. So I was, like, trying to get on Marco Polo and show Raven. I was like, hey, I was just trying to show you. Look, this is what I was talking about, you know. And so, like, it was crazy, dude, to see it, man. So, and pretty cool stuff going on over there. Oh, hold on. That is insane. The moral of the story is y'all burning people? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I wish I got discounts because then I'd promote them. Listen, like, hey, I'm not you with know. that, bro. Don't fucking burn me, dude. I've already said Dude, I want to be cremated. I put, the, I put this on why tape. Why not? Dude, dude why? You, you don't want to hey, get cremated? I've, Absolutely I've, not, dude. I've, I've said what I want to do. You remember what I said, Jason? Yes, I remember. What did, what did you, I want to you do? You're going to be pissed on? in a fucking oh. pecan tree. How does that work? I want to be put it's in a pod. Hey, this motherfucker doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, oh. I'm calling him out on it right now. I've listened to every episode, oh, dude. Let's talk about it. So it. I, put, I want to be put in a pod, dude, at the roots of a pecan tree. Okay, I think so I... So then when I grow... Like, but how are you going to be put there? Are you just, your, your whole body? Your whole dead yeah, body? Yeah, they put your body in like, like a, a, a pod. It's like yeah. a pod. And you're, like, how do they get you in a You're decomposing body. You're making it look like... It's two handfuls. Your Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how did they get you in that? It's the obvious thing. They got to cremate you. He said, what are you doing with your hands right there? Dude, and it's so funny no, though. No, like, look, so tree roots right here? Me. I, <laughs> You're fist in the I'm feeding the tree roots, dude. I'm gonna be a pecan tree. You said your fist in the tree. <laughs> yes. Well, listen, dude. I was li- I saw something earlier on online, and it was uh, uh, instead of getting cremated or anything, you basically like they they have this company that will like grind your ashes up into j- diamonds or jewels. Your ashes? Um, what yeah. the fuck? So, so, so that's somebody being said cremated. They, they, yeah. No, they, listen, 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 listen. They wanted their skull separated and cleaned and sat on a mantle and oh, the, the rest of their body to be made into jewels to sit in the eye sockets so they can keep an eye over the family after death. How much if that you, shit costs? That's creepy. That's some rich white people shit right there, right. bro, for sure. Right. But that's also another thing, like... See, I'm watching you motherfuckers. I know y'all's gonna steal my shit. Well, I've also looked into, like... Getting um, your your artwork like cut off of you and like fucking dehydrated or whatever they have. Like, yeah, it's my grandpa's tattoo, yeah, fucking dude. Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, like that just shit. fucking slice my arm off right here yeah. and hang it on the wall. You see, that's fucking Zelda right there. My great granddad <laughs> got that tatted one night. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. How dope would that be, though? If you got, dude. Tattoos are good. Tattoos are expensive, so like. Dude, I know. I want to get my whole leg tatted. I haven't had a good tattoo in a long forever. I got like one. Shameless. Dude, you got to spend so much money to like get a good one now, dude. Because you know we see so many people with that. You know that house tattoo. Yeah, plenty of house tattoos. It shows. Yeah, Yeah, dude. 
Listen, I, I grew but up. But I've also got a bunch of good tattoos, too. I know a gang of motherfuckers that are covered in house tattoos. That's yeah. it. Just yeah. a bunch of ghetto ass yeah. meth tattoos. Yeah, they're like, look for the only tattoo that looks like. Listen, you know. if I see 918 on you, bro, I don't even know what the fuck is you talking about. Like if I see nine one eight tattoos on you anywhere, bro, I don't even want to hang out. Or West Side. Yeah. I see West Side nine one eight or any of that shit, yeah, dude. Right. Like we can't be friends. Oh, that's so funny. Hell yeah. Where are we at on time? Plenty yeah. of time. Yeah, we're gonna Let's wrap. Yeah, follow us on the corner of the casual at the corner of the casual. All the social medias. Got extra media mic. Uh, the Casual Finch on Twitter now and the Brick MMA on Twitter. Yeah, the Brick MMA, the Brick almost MMA. to 9,000. Yeah, so follow them on Twitter, follow us all on Twitter, leave us a like, review, subscribe, and shit. So always puke outside. Shout out to Painted Right Tulsa. Absolutely. Um, we failed on giving him any plugs tonight. No, so. you didn't. The end. They got to watch end. to the end. Yeah, if not, not they're not. I'll cut in a promo. Bitch and mullet. I'm going to cut him in a promo at the beginning. Yeah. Boom. <laughs>